Gail and Matt here. Welcome to our podcast. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch us, search YouTube for Yale Matt Recap Stuff. Enjoy the show. Good start. You already <laughs> talked over me in the intro. I'm so good at Happy it. almost Halloween. This yeah, is not almost Halloween. almost Halloween. This That's is the very beginning of the list. It doesn't matter. It's less than a month. Okay. We're talking about the movie Willard, the one from the 70s, not yes. the remake. Oh, the remake? You didn't tell me that. I didn't even tell I you that because we're not watching it. We're watching okay. the original. I'm glad. I didn't see the remake, so it doesn't matter. We might too. So, Lord. Willard is a 19... 19- 74, 71, 71, very old one, from Amazon Prime, if you want to watch it, it's about a guy named Willard, and it starts off in a very 1980s sitcom, more 70s sitcom, a sitcom that I watched in the 80s, probably, when I was homesick from work, it looked like a lot like, from work, Laverne, from, (laughs) when I worked as an elementary school (laughs) student, and you would watch Laverne and Shirley, when you were stuck at home because there's nothing else on. So it looked like Laverne and Shirley with molten lava or molten metal. It's probably in a lot of lava factories. <laughs> I didn't know where it took place. My guess was I Pittsburgh, think, but I think it was in I think California. it was California. Yeah. yeah, they said something about Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering because every movie I'm like, I want to go there. So yeah. I want to go to Oregon, to Madrid, and now to California. Yeah. Or Pittsburgh. <laughs> so the uh, so Willard is leaving work, and then a car pulls up, honks at him. It's his boss. Because he's walking on the street. No, they're honking at him to get his attention because he fucked up and he yeah. forgot something. Also, he was walking in the middle of the street. So it's the bosses giving shit to the workers, but they were carpooling. So that's good. At least you know they're yeah. cutting down on that LA smog. Yeah, very smog. Yeah. And then Willard goes home, he clears off a little patch of overgrown grass that says his family name on a statue of a lion. His last name it's is Styles. House. It's a big house. Yeah. It's got a grandfather clock. And oh, why, what do you do with a clock every time it is passed next to it? I just don't think it's accurate. I think he was just winding it back. No, the, the first moment he moved the audio the hand. The hand, like yeah. back, and then after that, he just kept walking to the, to that, and just like changed something with a key. I don't know, but he not good with watches. He gets ambushed by a bunch of old people, because it's his birthday, and his mother, who is very overbearing, makes him sit down with a bunch of her friends, and they all, put on party hats, blow kazoo's. Throw confetti in the air. Very annoying old people. And immediately tell him that they invited his boss to the party, uh, who doesn't show up. And his mother starts throwing off big-time warning signs of being overbearing. She tells him that uh, he was born in pain and suffering. And then puts a funny hat on him. He angrily eventually storms out into the backyard with his cake. And begins feeding a rat. Yeah, the rat kind of sounded like an eagle. It was like... He was like... 
Yeah. Yeah, and I wanted to ask, like, what was the year, around what years they started to do, like, color, movies in colors? They've been doing movies in colors since the 60s, at least. 60s? So, he stays outside with the rat until it gets dark. His mom goes up the stairs in one of those stair lifts, not quite as... High tech is the stair lift that the old woman in Gremlins uses. She kind of just lays down on a thing and it takes her up the stairs. So he eventually goes in after it gets dark, talks to his mom. Uh, she chastises him for offending her friends, letting the house go to shit, creepily jokes that he's trying to kill her, and then he hassles her more during yard work the next day. No, the mother is like the most annoying person in the world. She has a bell and she calls him with a bell. She's super needy, like even more than me. And I'm sure that she's Jewish, a Jewish old mother. If you had a bell, yeah. it would be a lot better than you yelling at me from the other room. <laughs> really? Can we get me a bell? Yeah, maybe. I'll a bell. We're going to start a Kickstarter to get her to a bell. <laughs> get me a bell, but a fancy one with my name on it. Yes. And I'm going to call you Willard. Yeah, so he's doing yard work. She's telling him he has to get an exterminator. She saw a rat in the yard. And uh, he kind of shrugs it off. Gets home. He's late for a work meeting. Gets to the office. Invoices are not finished. The boss, who is played by Ernest Borgnine. Who is that guy? He's uh, an actor from that time. I, 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 it's a, just a fun name to say. What? Ernest Borgnine. I think he was Borgnine. in. He was in McHale's Navy, or something, which is was an old show. That they remade into a movie. You realize with, with it was Tom like what? Arnold. Hey, listen, Minus I don't expect years. you to know. <laughs> I don't expect you to know. I'm just saying, for the listeners at home, yeah. maybe, maybe the potentially big Ernest Borgnine fans, uh, he's the boss. He's the shitty boss in the movie. And he's great at what he does. He I don't think that he was that shitty. I think that Willard was a very annoying, complicated worker too. So it's kind of like I'm not saying he was I'm not saying that he was a good boss, but but like it was a weird. He company. stole the company from Willard's dad, who was dead. That doesn't. Ex- yes. Doesn't okay, explain why but he's Willard dead. is still he's a shitty employee. Grabbing his secretary's asses and stuff. And uh, overworking, no, making Willard b- b- work on Saturdays. Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that he's a good boss, but I also feel felt like he's a shitty worker. He doesn't do anything. He's what do you mean weird. he doesn't do anything? He he's do- talking he... to rats. Okay. Yeah. And he brings at home. Eventually, you're getting ahead of yourself. All right. All right so he... spoiler alert. He goes on to do more chores. Let's say that every episode, that if people just like felt on one episode. So yeah, watch. Willard, and we're going to talk about the whole movie, so if you didn't watch it yet, watch it. If you don't want to watch it, then just listen to us. It's another one. Yeah. So he, he rounds up a bunch of rats, and he lures them into this the drained pool in his backyard with a ramp, turns the water on as the water starts rising. He reconsiders it, puts the ramp back so they escape. He lies to his mom about killing them. She seems disgusted, doesn't want to hear the details. And then uh, Willard is not invited to his boss's party when he gets to work. He's given a a temporary girl. That's what they said. I don't think that they meant uh, anything about her actual gender. 
but uh, I wrote her name down later. TG is how I refer to her. Charlotte? Is that Maybe. It? No, Charlotte was her mom's friend. Anyway, she was a pretty Joan, girl. Joan, her, Joan. Yeah, attempt. Joan, Joan? Oh. is given to Willard to help uh, with Do his filing, help get this company back into shape. Uh, she's sympathetic about the overbearing boss and all the work that he has to do. And then he goes home, and there's her Willard's mom's friend, Charlotte, who is very overbearing, greets Willard, tells her her mom had a, his mom had a spell, and makes some custard for him. So she goes upstairs, and the mom, again, another great overbearing quote, the only evidence of my struggle with the world is you. She says to him, and then suggests that he she gets married. She's a Jewish mom. Yeah, she suggests that he gets married. Also, he kisses her on the mouth, and there was a moment that it felt like they were going to make out at some point. He just stared at her, and they were very close to each other. Yeah. I was like, please don't kiss her. Yeah. Do you remember that moment? <laughs> kind of like, yeah. Something is weird in their relationship. And so he's, he goes... To uh, outside, he begins picking up and teaching rats, <laughs> teaching them words with little cardboard boxes, food for a cardboard box that has food in it, and empty for one that doesn't. He finds a new white rat that he names Socrates. Brings yeah, him but, the the other, the, uh, you, <laughs> that wasn't exactly what happened. So the, the mama rat gave him a gift. The white rat, because he held him, and I was like, that's for me? Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Yeah, the mother rat he calls Queenie. Yeah. And then we never, he never speaks about her again. Yeah, she disappeared. I was wondering where she Yeah, so Queenie, I mean, there are more baby rats that arrive, so maybe she's busy with that. <laughs> so he, he meets, he gets a new white rat, Socrates, brings him in the house with her when her mom rings the bell. Feels about the pilot light being out. Notices the tail in her pocket, his pocket, but uh, he denies it. Next time we see him, the rats are now in the basement multiplying. Time has passed a bit because Socrates has gotten a lot bigger. He's playing with them like action figures. And also, <laughs> he named them all. So he knows, like, once... Not all of them. Most of them. He of remembers, them. like, there's, like, hundreds of rats, and he remembers some of them names. And I'm like, maybe that still calls me my sister's name sometimes. Yeah. And we all remembers all the rats' names. That was very yeah. impressive. But he, he notices impressive. that a rat that he didn't bring in the basement rings a bell, and that bat, that rat, he names Ben. I don't know. It's Big Ben? It's, it's not sort of, it's not a bell tower, it's a clock tower. But he names it Ben, puts it in his briefcase, puts some rats in his briefcase, and he goes back to work, he interrupts his boss, Tickle Fondalina secretary, and then he gets called back in the office, and he tentatively asks for a raise. The boss says, no, why don't you sell the house? And then he offers to buy it from him. He gives him shit about the anniversary invites not being sent out. So Willard storms out of the office, goes into the factory room, looks at molten metal for a while, and then that night sneaks to his boss's house with two briefcases 
filled with rats. Yeah, another another point that I have to say is that there are no fright, right? Like scary moments in the movie. It's not like a horror movie that you're gonna be like, oh my god, oh my god. It's more like if you're a girl, you would probably jump on the stair, on the chair or something. I didn't. I didn't feel like scared. Okay. It's not. But listen, it's not. But it was like seventy-one, so that's what. But it's also not like a suspense movie. You know, it's like a movie about a disturbed young man and rats. If you're creeped out by rats, then yeah, you you might be disturbed by yeah, seeing but I mean, rats unleashed on a dinner party, jumping on people's faces and okay, but still, and my point is like if the rat is not next to me, I would probably scared much less. <laughs> Yeah. Like even right. if it would be like, I don't care, I, I like all animals. Yeah. And I'm not scared of rats or like mice. All right. So you don't think it was a horror movie, but yeah. but we're still talking about what happened. So he brings the rats to the party. Chaos ensues. People freak out. Ruins the party, presumably. And then the next day, the, the salesman that was in the car with the boss when they were chastising Willard in the beginning is regaling the office with the story. The boss doesn't like it. And then he uh, tries to come back at the salesman saying that he was on a, on a chair squealing like a fag. You know, very inappropriate language. And then gets a call that... In 71, you could say anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he gets a call. The boss gets a call about Wither's mother. And then he kind of goes out in the office and he says, uh, Willard, do you have those papers for me? Okay, your mom's sick. You got to go home. And then he goes home. Charlotte is there. She can't speak. She doesn't say anything. He goes upstairs. Her mom, His mom's not there. And then he comes downstairs and says that basically uh, his mom died that morning. And she told the boss on the phone, but the boss just didn't want to break the news for him, so he just said he was she was sick and had to go home. So he's a little bit mad about that and about the fact that her body was taken away before he had any say in the matter, before he saw her. He kicks Charlotte out of the house. Um, Socrates is roaming the house. His briefcase he lays in her bed briefly. That she just died in, and finds out later from the estate lawyer that he has no money from her. He has the house. He has fifteen hundred. He has fifteen hundred dollars, but they owe a lot more than that for the house and the mortgage on it. So he's uh, kind of in a struggle, but he has the house, and so that means he doesn't have to hide the rats in the basement anymore. They could just roam around the house with him as his mental state tends to continue to deteriorate and he becomes more obsessed with these rats. Uh, Charlotte comes back at one point with her key, shoes her away, takes the keys back, yells at Ben. He does this a couple times. He kind of takes out his anger on what just happened to him on Ben, who is a bit of a rat, rat scallion. <laughs> If you would say so, and that you probably wouldn't, but I did, so it's too late. And go, Ben goes back downstairs and he tries to, he plans to bring Ben and Socrates, his two favorites, back to the office with him. Uh, buys a car on his way 
into work with the $1,500. Joan surprises him at work by buying him a cat, which she already puts in the back of his car. And she likes him. She wants to maybe go out with him, you know, but she's shy. and He's so weird. And he's very shy and, you know, he's beaten down by the world. So he reluctantly accepts the cat, although does does not want it, clearly. And he offers to bring Joan home. For some reason, he drives to his house, even though he tells her that it's too messy and they can't go in. And then he brings her to Joan's house. And then maybe, maybe the best scene in the movie. Yeah, that's my favorite. He brings the cat to a no, guy. No, 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 no. He just wa- walked in the street with a, with a cat. There was a guy on the telephone, like a public telephone. In a phone booth. In a phone with booth. Groceries, with groceries all around him. And he just asked him, like, can you hold that for a second? The cat. And that's it. That was the last moment that we saw the cat. Clueless. Yeah, Clueless. and he just Clueless. drives away. Yeah, it sounded like... I don't know, like, my brother used to do that to me forever, like, I don't know. He would find you in a phone booth and hand you a yeah, cat. Yeah, but, but not with cat. Usually yeah. it's like a trash, it's a joke, like, hey, can you hold that for a second, and that's it. Yeah. Never saw that more. <laughs> yeah, but you, you could just throw the with trash out, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I guess he just had to drive around and look for another phone booth guy. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> it, it, it was a very funny moment, though. Yeah, and, and then Willard, you know, he goes back to his life, his struggles are continuing, doesn't have money to pay off these taxes on his house all these rats are multiplying in the basement there's way more than them he yells at them again uh, and as luck would have it a client is leaving his boss's office saying that he's about to leave to Europe and he needs all this money cashed for him thousands of dollars so Willard gets an idea He's going to rob him or something. Something's going to go down. So he goes to the guy's house in the middle of the night, brings his rats, very much like the party trick, although he can't really. It's just two people sleeping, so he puts the rats out by the door. They start scratching on it. The wife wakes up. What's that? Stop scratching. She wakes up again, opens the door. All these rats come in. So they run out of the house. It was so fast. Like, the, like what happened is that she opened, her husband opens the door. He opens the door, he screams, and he runs to step on the bed, but there are already rats on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, they were very fast. Very rats. Fast rats. Yeah. Yeah. So rats. they're everywhere. And, yeah. and they run across the street. So Willard just goes in, snoops around a bit, takes a bunch of money, and. Uh, uh, presumably pays his debts but then we see the boss and the salesman the next day going to knock on Willard's door trying to force him to sell the house again and they're talking outside and Willard doesn't open the door he's not home but he is home he's listening in and uh Borgnine Mr. Martin says Borgnine. maybe one of my favorite quotes was that this uh he refers to the house as a woodpecker's hamburger, which is just a, it's a good line. And, um, and then they leave. Then the next day he has to go to work again. Uh, ben really wants to go to the office. He tries to sneak in and he kicks him out and then he comes back. 
And then uh, he reluctantly brings Ben after making him promise to behave. Yeah, because Ben was a naughty boy. Yeah, so he brings Ben and Socrates to <laughs> the office. Rest. The top two. Uh, Mr. Martin brings Joan into the room, tries to get her to convince Willard to sell the house. She won't do it, so almost immediately after returning to her desk, she's handed a pink slip saying that she's fired, and then Willard gets his notice that he is going to be gone in 30 days. And this is part of the scam to get him to sell the house because it's going to be broke, no job. He's going to sell it. And then the Socrates is found by the secretary that was being tickle fondled by Mr. Martin earlier. So she was happy with it, though. Yeah, she it was. It was kind of like they were, they were having a fair. Because he told her, like, oh, do you want to come tonight? Like, stay here. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, she still seemed a little reluctant about it, but uh, it was a relationship. I, I was wondering, it. because he brought that, like, young lady that was beautiful and nice, how, like, it comes that he even didn't try to do any moves on her, and he went to that old, disgusting lady. Yeah. Well, he so, she looks like she works man. at Macy's. Yeah. <laughs> All the very much makeup type of girl. Yeah. So she screams when she sees Socrates in the closet. The boss goes in there with a the long stick, ends up poking Socrates to death. It's white, like red, blood. It's uh, Socrates is white. So the very blood disturbing. instead of the red was pinky. Yeah. Well, it, it didn't look like a blood at all. Okay, they didn't actually murder a rat on Oh, camera. yeah, I know, but at least put something that looks like blood. All right, 1970s. Okay, so, yeah. so, so Willard is seeing this. He's disturbed, but he collects himself in the bathroom. And the boss goes in, kind of jokes about it. And, uh, and Willard goes and apologizes to Ben, who is still in the closet, collects him in the briefcase, and then he goes back to the office because the boss, as you mentioned, tried to tell the secretary they're working late. Why don't you come by? We'll mm -hmm. do a little fondling there. And so Willard comes there late at night with a big briefcase full of, full of rats, kind of unleashes them, tells the boss off first, and then gives the rats the, the tear them up training. I mean, we didn't see that training scene. We only went but food and empty. But yeah. it says tear them up so they... Uh, they go around Yeah, they didn't feel all the rats college. Yeah, and, 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 and one of your favorite um, behind-the-scenes things is how to show the rats jumping. They're clearly just being Oh, yeah, they, yeah they just, like, threw the rats on people. <laughs> like, it comes from, like... Yeah. The rat is very confused. It's like, what happening? Like, this probably, yeah. probably was... PETA was not involved in, in these. <laughs> Must have been interesting behind-the-scenes have all these rats there. So he's got all these rats on him, and yeah, they shoot pretty well. It's yeah, close cropped, and then yeah, he is. jumps out. Well, he didn't either jumps or he falls through the window onto the ground to his death. And then the next day, Willard goes in. He talks to Joan about what just happened. And then afterwards, he, uh, he goes home. Oh, wait, no. It's good. After that, he goes home and he puts all the rats in cages and drowns them in his pool. Presumably so nobody could connect him to these 
rats-related crimes if they come over to his house to talk. And so he drowns all the rats and then buries them in cages in the backyard. And and now he has the house back. He has it's all paid off. He has the house to himself. There's probably still a lot of rat shit everywhere. And then uh, he has the confidence to actually bring a girl over. So him and Joan. Joan comes over. They're having a nice tea. They're nice. He's asking where the cat is. Yeah. What is he saying? He says she's out hunting. No, he's like hunting. Hunting for groceries yeah. in a phone booth. <laughs> and then she sees he sees Ben looking at him from the other room, and he's like, "Joan, you gotta go. You gotta go. Just don't ask any questions. Here's go. Here's money for a cab and go." And then uh, he starts freaking out about Ben. And then he goes, gets a bunch of rat poison and his rat food. He's, oh, wait, then he opens the basement door and they're all back down there again. So we don't know if he's hallucinating or if he missed a bunch of rats and they just kept multiplying. <laughs> and anyway, they're all back down there. And then he starts to mix the poison and the food. And then we see Ben over next to the big box of poison. And they start setting out a rat alarm. Whatever rats no, talk. That's and uh, so the rats know that they're going to be poisoned. So they start to go up the stairs. Tries to shut the door. Well, they break through. And then he goes upstairs, and he's freaking out and talking to Ben, and uh, and they they overwhelm him. They go up the second set of stairs. And they start eating him, and he goes out the window, and he's dead. The very surprising ending. And that's Willard. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't consider it as a horror movie at all. It was a horror movie. Do you not consider Birds to be a horror movie? This was like Birds Yes, but rats. it sounded like you would be... <laughs> no. It's a mentally deranged young man. This guy is crazy, and... So is it a drama? No, it's a weird National Geographic piece. It's a 70s horror movie. Oh, right, yeah, right. Like so it. far, it's the like... movies that we've started have had I like, like the, the one or two movies. deaths each. So this one had two, two deaths. Yeah. Veronica had one. Yeah. And Gone, gone had one. had one. So this is the most deaths so far. Oh, my God. We're just working <laughs> our way up. Yeah. Death by death. And you want to watch Schindler List <laughs> so, tomorrow? <laughs> I think it's horror involved with a lot of death. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that's it for, for, <laughs> for Willard. Four hours to recap it. So. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> no Schindler List. Maybe on the Memorial Day for the Holocaust. No. No, <laughs> we're not doing that. Okay. So maybe we'll watch we're, we'll watch the remake of Willard on the Memorial Day for the holiday. No, we can just freak up the ceremony that they do with the Israelis. <laughs> yeah. Alright. I liked it. I thought it was I liked it, it for it, like a, an old movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was engaging. If you like all the facts and like all those like If you like facts and you'll like this. Yeah, it's like facts. If you like rats. And you, you have a shitty boss. Yeah. This is the movie for you. All right. So that's it for us. Thanks for watching. Leave a thumbs up, a comment, repost it. Subscribe. Follow us I'm on learning how to say that. Instagram. Subscribe. Subscribe. Yale Matt Recap. Twitter too. 
Instagram. Or Facebook. Anywhere. All right. We're like the rats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Socrates.